Hi, and welcome to Filled with His Love. I want to share a little wisdom from an article I read recently. The article is by Asael Romanelli, a noted licensed couple and family therapist. It was published in Psychology Today on January 27th, 2023. I recommend the whole article if you've got time for it. You just Google it and find it. I like this article for at least three reasons. Number one, it is simple. Two, it applies to everyone, whether you're in the beginning stages of a relationship, a decades-old marriage, or a long-term or short-term friendship. Number three, it applies to learning and teaching as well as personal relationships. I used to conduct seminars on how to improve learning and teaching in the church. One of the most challenging aspects of teaching is to know how to follow up on a comment or question from a class member. Really skilled teachers do this extremely well, and I love to watch them do it. Uh, they comment after the comment. They draw more out. They amplify what the person said. It's, it's or instead of, and sometimes what happens, uh, we've got to move on to the next topic. And so uh, thank you for your comment. That's not nearly as effective in teaching. So I used to suggest that one way is to invite more explanation from the class members so that teacher, uh, the teacher really understands the comment. It's easy to say, tell me more. Well, those are the three words this therapist suggests to strengthen any relationship. While teaching courses at the university, I used to often put two words on the board, therapy and teaching. Then I would ask the class members to define the difference. Students often suggested things off the top of their head, but they had a hard time. They kind of struggled with these two terms and how to differentiate them. A therapist is trying, after all, to understand the person seeking therapy, and a teacher is trying to understand those they teach. So they are kind of close in many ways. So now, back to these three simple words, tell me more. The author abbreviates it to TMM, so now you've really got it short. TMM, tell me more. Then he enumerates the situations where this simple phrase can be helpful. Here's his list. I've kind of added my commentary to each one of his suggestions. So he says, uh, tell me more can be used when you are getting defensive and not letting your partner finish their sentences. Oh, this is very insightful to me. So TMM can diffuse arguments. You stay calm and simply ask for more info about why your spouse or friend is upset. This is a simple suggestion, very powerful. Instead of becoming defensive yourself. So when you're getting defensive and not letting your partner finish this, their sentence, use this phrase, tell me more. Next one. When you are 100% sure you know exactly what your partner is thinking or feeling. This happens a lot, particularly in in relationships that have lasted a long time, when you've been married as long as we have, uh, you sometimes expect to read each other's minds. But there are times when that doesn't work. And you can still surprise each other in a conversation and say, wait a minute, uh, why did you say that? And that's time to ask for clarification. For example, you could say, tell me more about why you said that or why you feel that way. Next one. When you feel your partner is very excited, emotional, or vulnerable... This is an interesting one. It's a powerful suggestion. Sometimes your friend or spouse is excited about something that may not excite you. So you could say, 
you're really excited about this. So I, I want to know more. Tell me more. If they're emotional, find out more about their feelings. Why are they feeling that way? What brought on these feelings? If they seem vulnerable or maybe wounded by something that happened that day, you might say, tell me more about what happened today. I want to know. I want to understand. Next one. When you feel your partner is holding back, feeling silenced or censoring themselves. Sometimes we do that to ourselves. You always say, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to censor myself. Well, sometimes people clam up like this and when they really need to let it out. So tell me more can help them stop censoring themselves and open up. Next one. When you notice you're taking over the conversation or taking up too much space in the dialogue. Sometimes you can dominate the conversation. This can also happen in a classroom. A teacher can dominate the lesson, leaving no room for anybody else to participate. Tell me more is a fast way to correct that. Looking at someone in the class or in a relationship, the same thing, tell me more. But it can also happen with couples or friends. So if the other person is not saying much, it's very easy to look at them and say, I want to know more about that. Tell me more. Next one. When you are brainstorming or collaborating with your partner. Hmm. You know, when I read this one, I thought, you know, life requires so much problem solving. And the problem solving never ends. As I told my brother one day, when we were thinking that life was getting very complicated, I said, well, life is complicated, and then you die. <laughs> he thought this was a good saying. I'm not sure it's a great saying, but, but it's true. Life is complicated until we leave this earth, from the day we enter until the day we leave. And that means couples need to brainstorm their way through a lot of problems, and friends need to brainstorm their way through a lot of problems. So the more each partner participates, the more effective the brainstorming will be. That means when someone is trying to solve a problem and you're trying to solve it together, you can continually ask, tell me more about why you said that. Tell me more about your solution, your proposal. Next one. When your partner is broadcasting live a new thought they have never verbalized before. I like this one too because sometimes we have what we think might be an earth-shaking thought or at least an important thought and we want to share it. We want to have someone respond to it and so it's pretty common in a spousal relationship or in a friend relationship to say, I've, I've got something, I've just got to tell you this. Uh, did you know this? I've got to tell you this. And so this is a prime time for tell me more response. So it's, it's when you say tell me more, it's like you can, and you can say this in many ways. You don't have to use those exact words, but it validates the other person. Your interest shows that you value what they are saying. And nothing helps relationships more than mutual validation. When we validate each other, we are saying to each other, if that new thought, for example, I love that new thought, that really helps me, or that shows them that you really heard, you really listened, you understood, and you're gonna do something with it. You value them as a person. I had a colleague one day say, well, you know, kind of you're over the hill when no one else wants to hear your ideas. It was kind of a sad comment that I 
heard this person say, and of course his ideas were usually magnificent and stellar, but he was kind of complaining in a sense that people valued his ideas more in the past than they did in the present now. And so when we, we need to validate each other, and it's just so important to do this by saying, tell me more. Now I want to take this whole idea a whole step further, a very different tack. The author of the article, of course, mentions nothing about relationships with God, our relationship with God. But I think the tell me more principle applies big time. If you look at the Doctrine and Covenants, and I don't care which section you take, you can take any section, pretty much, and say, what question was Joseph, the Prophet Joseph, asking the Lord when this revelation came? So sometimes he said, I need to know more about the mode of baptism, or about how we need to take care of our physical health, or about how to govern the church. So many sections in the Doctrine and Covenants are just direct answers from the Lord to a question that this young prophet was asking. So, if we want to grow closer to, the God, to God ourselves, if we want to grow closer to the Lord, want to have a closer relationship with Him, we need to ask Him also, tell me more. The answer might come as we read the scriptures. Elder Scott said that if we want to receive personal revelation, we need to first seek an answer from the scriptures because the Lord has already spoken in the scriptures to us. We want to make sure that we understand what he said to us and see if that response helps us right now with our concern. We also need to reflect on our own life to see if the Lord has already answered our question in the past. I thought that was an interesting comment from Elder Scott. He said, you know, he might have already answered this question, and you may have forgotten what he said. So go back and reflect and see if the answer has already been given to you before. And then, of course, he recommends that we write down a thought that comes from heaven when it comes, and then we can receive more. President Nelson has counseled us recently in a similar vein. This is from President Nelson's talk on revelation, personal revelation. Quote, pray in the name of Jesus Christ about your concerns, your fears, your weaknesses, yes, the very longings of your heart. And then listen, exclamation point. Write the thoughts that come to your mind, record your feelings, and follow through with actions that you are prompted to take. As you repeat this process day after day, month after month, year after year, you will, quote, grow into the principle of revelation, end quote. Such a powerful message from our living prophet. So by recording the thoughts we receive from the Lord, it's a way of saying, tell me more. We write down what we receive, and we see that it's not totally complete. We still need more. And so, but this is a prophetic promise. We will receive more the more we value what the Lord inspires us to do and to think and to be, the more revelation will come. And it's clear that there is no better way to strengthen our attachment to God than to grow into the principle of revelation. It's not something we acquire overnight, but it is something we can all acquire. I am convinced that the closer we draw to the Lord, the more joy we will experience now and forever. In all of our relationships, 
and also with the Lord. So I hope that we will take this simple phrase, tell me more, and try it. Try it today, for example, in some conversation or in prayer. I hope this is helpful, and we will see you next time.